This is the Career Thrivers Podcast. We're a tribe for people at a crossroads in your career, personal life, or in your business. My name is Brittany, and I spent 12 years climbing the ladder in corporate America until my mother's unexpected death. I can vividly remember returning to work and realizing that there was more that I wanted to contribute, that perhaps the life that I was building wasn't in alignment with my passion and purpose. I learned that resilience is less about bouncing back and more about how to thrive through ambiguity and transition. The aim of this podcast is to help us feel confident in our decisions, no matter which way we go at the crossroads. Let's thrive together. Welcome back to the Career Thrivers Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Cole, and I hope you were able to check out our last episode, episode 102 with Dominique Townsend. Y'all, she shared so many gems, really helping us shift, make that transition, whether it's in your career or your personal life, without shame. So shout out to Dominique for sharing all of those gems with us and make sure you check out that episode if you haven't already. So we're going to consider this, I guess, my first official, official solo episode beyond the intro. So I'm excited to go on this journey really with you. I know I shared and kind of threw out there in the intro about making this podcast a brave space. And what I meant by that was really being intentional around having opportunities to transparently share in the middle (laughs) of your story at the crossroads and at the end as well, but really taking the time to really learn from one another, really to really grow and also to thrive together. And so as I'm reaching out to different guests to join us, I figured I've got to step up in the chair and model this as well. So I'm titling this episode today, Working Through Loss. And my goal is to really help us to navigate loss with real resilience. And I'm going to share with you what I mean by that. So make sure you stay tuned. So I can vividly remember, I guess I would call it my first extended experience with grief. And I know you heard me share kind of in the intro of the podcast about um, the loss of my mother and the death of my mother really helping me reframe my own purpose. Um, And that was very real. And I definitely um, will, as we journey through this together, this, this entirely new space of podcasting, be sharing more just about even that experience. But that wasn't my first extended experience with grief. My first extended experience with grief was actually in corporate America, right? More so related to professional loss. And so I can remember very vividly in 2014, living in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I'm a native of Nashville. So Nashville's home, shout out to all the Nashville natives out there. But I had received a promotion, I guess in 2012, yes, 2012, relocated from Nashville to Chattanooga. So I'm living in Chattanooga, Tennessee. It's 2017. And so I'd been in this role, done really well, was ready for what's next. And for me, I knew that there were two paths that I was interested in. One, as anyone that knows me knows that I, I love leadership development. So I'm like, definitely can see myself being a people leader here. That's definitely on the path for me. But I had also really early on in my career, probably like 2000 and 
10 was exposed to marketing and it just opened up an entirely new world for me all like I was just enamored by it I did um, what we called then a, a reverse field ride just essentially like a shadow day well shadow a few days because I um, went from Nashville up to New York which is where um, our company's headquarters is and I, my eyes were just open to like a whole new world. So I'm like, okay, yeah, this, this is, this is what I want to do. I want this experience. I want to be challenged in this way. So it's 2017. I'm in Chattanooga and I had all of these folks, you know, mentors and sponsors and just really great um, people that were a part of my organization that had been, you know, really just helping me navigate this path. So I've got this solid, you know, individual development plan. I've got these people on board that are like, yeah, we can see you doing this. We support this decision. We're here to help you make this happen. So a role opens up. 2017, I would say probably around the summer of 2017, and I apply. Now, people had told me, right, they said, you know how we do, um, that, you know, making the transition from sales to marketing is very challenging. And, and I would I would wager that if you were to talk to anyone in the pharmaceutical industry, they would tell you the same thing even today. Like, it's challenging. You've got to be really strategic, all of these things. Um, and you have to be resilient because you're probably going to get told no a few times before you get to the yes. So I'm like, okay, so I'm taking all that intel and I'm like, okay, well, this looks like a really great opportunity for me. I'm going to jump out there and put my name in the hat. So I go through the interview process. Um, well, first I, I apply, I get the first interview, ecstatic, get to the second round, like on cloud nine. And then I make it to the last round of the interview process. So I am just overboard. Um, in addition to that, so we'll pause on the professional side. I'm also engaged to be married. So at, at this point, we're probably moving into like August of 2017. Our wedding is December of 2017, 12, 13, 14 to be exact. And, um, you know, I'm, I've started talking to my wedding planner, like, listen, we've got this you know, cocktail hour, which is like a little lounge. That's a whole nother story for, for a different time. But we got this lounge experience for our cocktail hour. And I want it to be New York themed. Like I want to have taxes. Like I'm already claiming this job, y'all, um, <laughs> before the call even comes in. And I'll never forget it. I was at home. It was a Friday afternoon. Probably it was just after five Eastern time. And I get the call from the hiring manager. And y'all, my heart is beating like I can feel my heartbeat in my throat. OK, <laughs> and I'm listening to her on the phone, y'all. And she says, Brittany, I'm excited to offer you the job. Y'all, I screamed. OK, <laughs> like whatever professional reaction that you're supposed to have, right? Air quotes, supposed to have. Um, yeah, that wasn't me. Like I screamed on the phone. I was so excited. So I get off the phone with her. I call my manager. Um, I call my, my fiance at the time, now husband Joe. And we're just, we're excited. We're just like, okay, let's do this. Um, enter in personal life. So I also shared Paul's story uh, in the intro that you know, I think it's so important that when we're thinking about our career, that we absolutely positively ensure that we are basing our professional decisions around the personal vision that we have for our lives and not vice versa. Right. So we're in this space, we're planning this wedding. And so I've got like two weeks to 
accept the offer. Well, I get the get the official offer. So that was the call on Friday, which the hiring manager was so gracious to, you know, not make me wait the weekend, right, to hear what 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 the word would be. And so I end up the following week getting the offer, reading through the terms. And and we had some we had some questions and, and some challenges about the offer. Um, in addition to that, my husband ends up through the course of this kind of decision process, um, getting into grad school and getting a full ride in Atlanta at Emory. So on the table, we have, I'm living in Chattanooga. Fiance, soon to be husband at the end of the year is living in Nashville. He gets into grad school in Atlanta at Goiswood, a business school, an amazing school to get your MBA full ride. And I have this offer on the table to relocate to New York. So I have a decision to make, <laughs> a very important decision to make. And um, I'll tell you that even I would say still to this day is probably one of the hardest decisions that I've ever made. And long story short, um, ended up turning down the job. It wasn't the right time. It was, it wouldn't have been the best move for us as a newly married couple, uh, me moving to New York, him, you know, moving to Atlanta. And so we made the best decision for, for our family. However, I still worked at that organization. <laughs> And so I, I can, again, vividly remember um, we, you know, we go through the wedding in 2014, we come back 2015 and anyone that's ever been in sales, you know, you start the year off with the big sales meeting. And I remember the dread, y'all, that meeting was in Florida. We'll never forget it. I can remember the dread walking into that convention center um, and just that feeling of like, oh, <laughs> There's so much being said about, oh my goodness, can you believe she did not take this job? I even heard, overheard um, a marketer saying that to another marketer. So fast forward, um, 2015 was a roller coaster year for me. And it was a year that I didn't realize that I was grieving until the end of that year. Uh, my husband and I were sitting in a small group Bible study, um, couples Bible study, and the wife that was teaching the class was talking about her relocation from her hometown in South Carolina to Chattanooga, Tennessee, and how having left her job, she and everything that she knew she was grieving. And I was like, I remember the light bulb going off in my head. I'm like, oh, that's what I'm experiencing. Like, that's what I'm feeling. Um, that's that's what these emotions are um, that would just come and go and ebb and flow. And so when we think about, you know, grief, defining it, particularly just my awareness that I remember in that moment of like, I wouldn't have called it grief because, you know, I, I, no one died like physically. Um, but there was this expectation, this experience um, that was lost, coupled with just the emotional tax of other instances of just having to, you know, um, explain over and over again why I didn't say yes to this amazing career opportunity. So when we think about grief, I think it's important to have the context of just um, what it is. And so I would define grief as this. It is one, a very natural emotion, very natural emotion, but it's also very complex 
and it can be extremely conflicting. Like I can remember times of, you know, days where I would be like, okay, Brittany, like, you know what you want. You know that you want this marketing experience. Now isn't the right time. Yes, you have some people to reconvince. Yes, you've lost, you know, some trust in some people that were like, you know, oh my goodness, I, you know, um, um, you know, sent her a referral or, 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 or not a referral, <laughs> business owner talk now, um, but sent her a, you know, a letter, a letter of recommendation on her behalf or, you know, was really rooting for her and she didn't take this job. Like, you know, I, I, this, this, this kind of trust is gone. Right. And so, um, yes, all of that was happening, but it's this very complex, conflicting and extremely unpredictable feeling that's in response to um, a loss or a change that disrupts a familiar pattern or a desired outcome. And, and that last part was me, right? It was this, I had this really strong desire to live in New York. Oh my goodness. Like I had always said, wouldn't it be amazing to live in Manhattan, in New York City, like to be able to walk to Times Square? Like I just always had this fascination with that um, possibility. And then to work and be a part of this iconic brand and to have this incredible opportunity to learn from some of the most amazing people and to say no to that and then have the coupled with the backlash uh, of the decision, but one that I felt confident was right for me at the time. It was a lot. So 2015 was a lot, <laughs> not to mention, I'm like, but I still want this. I still want this opportunity. Right. Um, and, and so I can really say that you have to um, really get to a place where you recognize one that you you are grieving. Right. Or that you are experiencing this unpredictable, very complex, um, very conflicting feeling that's in response to something that's changed in your life or something that um, was familiar, but that's no longer there or something that you wanted, but is now off of the table. And so when we're thinking about grief in that context, I think it begs the question of then, you know, what is resilience? Because when you hear resilience, I think even when you look up the definition of resilience, there's this thought that resilience is about bouncing back. Right. Um, almost like a rubber band that you stretch out of place. And then if you know, if you let one side go, the other side pops your other finger like immediately. And I would say that that has never been my experience <laughs> um, after having, you know, gone through some type of, of loss, whether it's a professional loss like, you know, I, I experienced in in 2014 or whether it's the loss of a loved one like I experienced um, in 2017 and beyond, you know, there's not this knee jerk reaction to bouncing back. And not only that, I don't believe you ever really bounce back back to the place that you were in, right? Even in this story that I shared with you today in terms of just my own career, like I had to really sit with, not only sit with my decision, but also sit with the real question of how do I take everything that I'm learning through this experience and use it to journey forward through it, not around it, not over it, but through it. So I had to have the tough conversations. I had to be patient. I had to be mindful. I had to take on projects and take on opportunities that would, again, position me forward 
towards where I want it to be. And so I would say that there are two things, again, that are just really important as I wrap up here when we're thinking about, okay, we're experiencing some type of unfortunate experience, whether it is one that you'd say you caused, which, you know, there's some level of, yeah, I I caused that, you know, I, I made that decision that ended me up in that place. Or if it's, a situation that you find yourself in that, you know, was outside of your control, right? You, you didn't have any control of it or any influence over it. I think we have to ask ourselves, what does real resilience look like? How do we take the unfortunate experience that we may be in? How do we take the loss and the grief and journey forward through it? Not trying to bounce back to where you were, but to move forward in a way that is self-aware and in a way that allows you to be socially aware as well to manage your relationships to get to where it is that you want to be. So I would say there, there, there are two things that I'll leave you with that I hope are helpful for you and three questions to ask yourself. So The first thing I think is that you really have to acknowledge your feelings. Real resilience is about acknowledging what you are feeling. And one way to do that is to really interrogate your feelings, right? To not just stop with, you know, how do I feel? Disappointed. Well, why? Disappointed because... I didn't get the job. Well, why are you disappointed that you didn't get the job? Well, I'm disappointed that I didn't get the job because I was expecting to be able to relocate. Okay. So why are you bothered by that? Like really getting to the core of what it is. And when I, I know when I did that, especially in hindsight with the story that I shared with you, the source of my emotions that were tied to grief through that experience was really around letting other people down. Like it wasn't even, I knew in my mind and my husband and I were aligned on, yeah, you know, now that we're looking at it, now that we have the offer letter, now that we're looking at the date that they, you know, are asking you to be there versus, you know, the date of our wedding versus when I would start grad school versus when we would need to be trying to figure out what my housing situation would look like in Atlanta. Like now that we're, now that we have all of the details, we're aligned that this is not the best time to make this decision. So I felt fine with that. What I wasn't okay with, right, was the the whispers and the talk and the explaining and the, oh my goodness, I can't believe, like that was the, so so in knowing that, right, and having that insight, I was able to move forward in a more informed way. So really acknowledging where you are and then doing the work to interrogate why those feelings may or may not be causing you the level of grief that you're having. And then secondly, I would say be what you need. So acknowledge your feelings, number one, but number two, be what you need. So I can remember in 2015, really taking a look and saying, okay, how can I continue to develop toward what it is that I want wanted, which was I wanted a marketing role. So I started being what I needed. I needed support. I started being support for other people. I started within my own team in my district at the time and then expanded to my region and saying, hey, how am I improving the people around me through the lens of marketing? And that was really almost the question that I asked myself. So I started looking and said, okay, here's, I see a gap here. 
whether it was training or whether it was, you know, messaging, um, whatever it was. Right. And I'm like, okay, how can I help my team again, started small with just my, my district, then expanded to my region and started taking on projects that gave me additional experiences, but also exposure. So when the time came around again, and it wasn't an immediate come around, I went on several interviews, like in the double digits, <laughs> but I did end up getting a marketing job and we did end up relocating from Chattanooga to New York and taking a job that I believe was tailor made for me, one that no one had been in before, one that allowed me to have experience on the consumer side in digital marketing. I mean, I, I couldn't have written a better role that was that would have been more exciting for me to experience as a first time marketer um, than the one that I ended up in with a full relocation package that I didn't have before. So, you know, I think, again, we really have to say, okay, how can I be what I need as I'm still working towards this path or this goal that I want? And with that in mind, I think it's important that we ask ourselves these three questions. Again, one, what have I lost? So if you're in a place right now where you are experiencing loss of a loved one, loss of a familiar pattern, loss of a career opportunity, really getting to the core of what it is that you've lost, asking yourself, what do I have? What do I still have? Right. And then number three, what do I need? And that last question, really the second and the last question of what do I have and what do I need? It's this combination of both. Um, enlisting this attitude of gratitude, but also it gives you the language to be able to answer the question that you know you're going to get from people that are around you that care about you, especially those that know you're walking through this you know, new normal of how can I help you? And when they ask you that question, because you've done the introspective work to be able to identify what you need, you'll be able to give an answer that really helps you again, journey forward. And that was my story. I sat down with myself and said, okay, what, what do I have? I still have opportunities. I'm, I'm still innovative. I'm still a leader. I'm still an influencer in this area, in this district, in this region to make things happen, to help improve the people that are around me. But I also know what I need to get to where it is that I want to be. And I started communicating that. I started sharing that. And when the opportunity presented itself, um, I was able to journey forward in a way that, again, as I mentioned, I felt was really aligned with where I was meant to be and at the right time. So listen, I hope that was helpful for you today. I hope that it encourages you again to really give ourselves grace when we are navigating loss. Again, whether it is loss related to um, a, a career experience or one that may be more personal, um, whether it's the loss of you know a relationship or even the loss of a loved one, giving ourselves that grace to know, hey, grief is natural. It's a natural emotion. It's complex. It is so incredibly unpredictable, um, but it's very natural and it's very real. And the only way that I journey forward is by journeying through acknowledging where I am, acknowledging what I'm feeling, and then being what I need, serving and elevating others in a way that really helps me to extrapolate the learnings from my situation and move forward in a new way. So 
I hope this was helpful. Listen, make sure you visit us on careerthrivers.com. Click the podcast tab. Make sure that you're connected on our email list and that you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Until next time, let's thrive together. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you were able to learn something that you can implement to truly level up. Listen, these are our first few episodes and it would mean so much to have you subscribe, rate, and review the Career Thrivers podcast. Don't forget to share with a friend and until next time, let's thrive together. Take care. 